for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station. Your real 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by LegalZoom.com, the leader in self-help legal documents. Be sure to use referral code GREEN to get a discount at checkout. And now, live from Studio City, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, welcome everyone, LA Talk Radio, The Green Room. I am your host, of course, Sean Green, here uh, doing it live in the studio with my announcer and uh, sidekick here, Logan Leistakow. Thank you, Logan, for coming. Uh, We also have uh, actor, comedian, um, blogger, Ron Babcock here uh, hanging out. How you doing, Ron? Good, guys. Thanks for having me on. No problem, dude. Anytime. All right, man, we got an amazing show today. Well, first off, we have Ron, so that's... we're. uh, Starting off good there. And we also have uh, Psychic Belinda Bentley calling in at 820, so make sure you stick to uh, stick around for that. We also have a um, we have a clip of my dad drunk at our family barbecue, so you're going to make <laughs> want to make sure to uh, stick around and listen to that. It's uh, very entertaining. So, uh, oh, man. All right, well, where we last left off, I... Um, I did I uh, did I tell you the story, Ron, the other night about uh, my experience at Jumbo's Clown Room? Uh, no. Oh well, you know the other the other night I had this awful experience at Jumbo's Clown Room. I uh, I'd given my credit card and my ID. Hmm. To wait, set up wait, a yeah, tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, and they got everything wrong. And oh yeah, it was just a horrific experience. Uh, you know, they ended up at the end of the day, they ended up giving me a free T-shirt, which I used. That I wore the T-shirt. At first, I wasn't going to wear the T-shirt out of spite. In principle, but instead I wore the T-shirt, and then everyone at uh, Ron's birthday party the other day was coming up and like, "Oh, Jumbo's clown room—that's so hilarious!" I was like, "No, it's not hilarious. <laughs> this is an example of awful customer service." And then I went into my tirade, and uh, I got to say, "Look out, Jumbo's clown room! I am taking you down a peg." <laughs> I went to Jumbo's clown room last year at a, a party there, and they had twenty-one. Uh, my friend gave me twenty-one one-dollar bills, and I just got so drunk that I just kept on flicking the dog drunkenly. Just flicking the dollar bills at the girl. Wasn't even looking at the girl, though. I was actually looking at my friends who were laughing. I really don't remember much of it. Just peel off one by one. And it was a uh, big, drunken, fun Jumbo's Clown Room. I'm actually kind of a fan of the place. You are. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well. I've had good times. All right. I'm not going to try to dissuade you, Ron. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, you've made your bed in it. And uh, I don't know. Enjoy enjoy that. Well, I also pay for things with cash because I'm an adult. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I don't live a life on credit. All right. Well, that wasn't the point. <laughs> They don't. You know, the point is, if you're going to allow a tab, you operate the tab under set principles, and you have the you have the driver's license right there with a picture of me, and you still you still fuck that up. I'm sorry, that is unacceptable. Uh, uh, By the way, I wasn't. I didn't know if we could curse until the ten seconds, the first ten seconds of the show, (laughs) and I was like, oh, I guess so. Yeah, exactly. No, it's loose. It's the internet. There's no FCC. We're uncensored. I know the government tried to hold us back, but no, Logan, they can't. Speaking of awful, (laughs) speaking of awful. Awful customer service. I flew back uh, to Pennsylvania this weekend. I took a red-eye flight. I was leaving Los Angeles at a 1040 Los Angeles time. Hey, that's fine. I can, you know, take a nap. I arrived in D.C. at 730 East Coast time. And I got, I walked to my gate. 
um, to get ready for my 8.30 departure flight to Allentown. But, of course, I get there, and uh, they're like, yeah, no, sorry, the uh, flight's going to be delayed. I was like, oh, what's the problem? Oh, there's no crew. Yeah, so, sorry. It's like, no crew? <laughs> this is a scheduled flight. How do you just not have a crew? And then I spent the next five and a half hours just going around to different United, like, gate workers and just United. berating them. Oh, yeah, oh, it was man. United. Don't worry, I'm going to drop them. This is why I got into... Jumbo's Clown Room, United! <laughs> this, is why, this is why I got into broadcasting is to take down awful customer service. I'm tired of these corporate bigwigs, or even just small time. What... There was a simpler time when the customer was always right until the customer became Sean Green, and then the customer is always wrong. I'm tired of it. JetBlue's not bad. I flew JetBlue. They were late. JetBlue is awesome. They, you know what they did? Uh, I was like, you know what? They were a little late. No big, no big whoop. I opened up my email, got home. They're like, here's 25 bucks. Sorry yeah. about that. And I was like, I am a happy customer. Wow. Dude, it was a five-hour five hour delay because there was no crew. And what happened was the, the night before, I guess, the, you know, the pilots came in late because of weather. Fine. You know, they say, all right, we have to wait eight or X amount of hours before they can fly again. Fine. Give me a heads up. Let me reroute my thing. Don't just fuck me because I'm on a plane that only has 20 people. Oh, you my know, God. U.S. Airways, I, I flew to London with my mom. And like I love international flights because I just get wasted, to, so I can try and like forget the experience because I, I, you know, it's not fun flying. <laughs> no, so not I, at it's all. It's always coach. So I go, hey man, can I get a beer? And U.S. Airways international flight. Yeah, that'll be seven bucks. Wow. And I was like, uh, I no. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I thought it was for free. She's like, no, we don't do that. And oh like, no. Oh no. Tell you, British Airways. Is it would it would have been worth it to just fly the like extra hundred bucks of British Airways because my tab like. Would it equal out? Yeah, like, because you're just yeah, you're just there. You're just, just trying to get smashed like, to get you know, through the flight. Pounding drinks, just be like, oh my god, pass out already. Oh my god, and then coming back. All right, so coming back, I'm leaving. I'm going Allentown to DC, DC to San Diego, San Diego to LAX. And I I I was like, all right, I got to try to fix this flight. I go up to the ticket lady, and I'm like, hey, is there anything I can do? Um, so I can just fly from, uh, you know, Allentown to D.C. to LAX. She's like, oh, well, that should have been taken care of before you got here. I'm sorry. I can't even do anything for you. I'm like, uh, are you sure you can't you can't help me out at all here? Um, no, I'm sorry. I can't even. We don't do ticketing here. I'm like, really? This is where the ticketing thing was. Do you even know what flight you're on? I'm like, no, I, I, I didn't check in yet because I, I was hoping to change it. She's like, oh. I don't know. You should have taken care of this before. And then she just starts typing on her computer. Type, 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 type. Type, type, type. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's like scowling at me. I'm like, what's with the attitude, lady? Yeah. Type, 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 type. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> slam. The correct tickets out of nowhere. So first off, you lied to me saying oh, that there's no way gosh. you could do it. And then out of nowhere, you give me the tickets. And then you think your in-flight movie Bride Wars is going to make up for it. <laughs> uh, they're lucky. Not. I... I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of <laughs> won over by Bride Wars guys. I got to be honest. I have some. They, you think uh, ridership is down? You think they'd be like really doing everything they can to make customers happy? You I mean, they think have that, less right? customers. You know, I mean, it's not. They have more time to give. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> great, My dad was great a take pilot <laughs> for Delta, and uh, that company was pretty, pretty messed badly up. Badly run. Well, gotcha. Yeah, the- these companies just get so big, and then. Remember when the pilots used to be awesome? Like, in Catch Me If You Can? Yeah, remember when you used to well, get pilots? Wings and stuff? Yeah. Was- pilots are, I mean, really well trained and everything, but the company buys all these different kinds of planes where you have to buy different parts for each brand of plane you have. and oh, like, like They Airbus do things, like, really or- inefficiently. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Right. 
Yeah, it's totally unstreamlined. Um, like JetBlue is cheaper, and like companies like that are cheaper because they all their whole fleet is the same airplane. Just oh man, that example. stuff's held together with like duct tape and a prayer. Yeah. yeah. JetBlue is awesome. You get DirecTV. I remember I, the last time I flew, I flew to New York. It was nonstop flight from Burbank to New York. It was amazing. I uh, I gambled on basketball before I got on my flight, and there I was sitting watching the basketball game that I gambled on, and it was just like, wow, this is what flying's all about. You ever fly uh, Virgin <laughs> America? I flew no. them. From... I've heard good things about them, it, too. Basically, yeah, it's like flying. In the sky? It, 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 it's kind of like just flying in a really douchey club. Like you go well, because you can't. Can you like send like text messages to other people? Yeah, like, and there's like how all, like that? purple lighting, and it like it's all like this techno trance music. So you get on, and you're just like, dude. And I'm like, I'm not uncomfortable in these places when I'm on the ground. Like, why would I be comfortable in them on the, on the air? I mean, it was cool that you could play video games on the yeah. seat, and that was kind of fun. The chatting thing seems bizarre. I guess if you're in a big group, it'd be kind of fun, but just, like, randomly trying to start conversations with other passengers. I mean, they did have a pretty sweet, like, entertainment setup, and I think they have, like, Wi-Fi on board, and they're actually super cheap. I think it's because they're going out of business, though. Oh, okay. Man, well, that's not the... That's not the I gotta, I'm, buying, I'm buying tickets tomorrow to oh, all right. fly back east, so I'm going to see how cheap I could get it. Um, so, yeah, you're from uh, Pennsylvania as well. What part of Pennsylvania are you from, Ron? Uh, I don't know. Ever hear of a place called Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania? Oh, guys? yeah, man. I Actually, know. city next to Scranton, whose claim to fame is that they're the setting for The Office. Wow. And people are like, I always say Scranton because people know where that's from. Exactly. But the saddest thing is that like Wilkes-Barre is actually envious of Scranton. Because, like, Scranton kind of has some stuff going on. They have, like, a bar. They got some juice, man. They have a downtown mall. And, like, Wilkes-Barre is, like... It is where it is depressing. Yeah, it is just—it's a bummer. It's sadness and depression. <laughs> I, uh, I've actually—I uh, have a, a couple quick uh, memories from Scranton. First off, I went to a uh, hip hop hip hop concert. Of, of in Scranton, course you did. Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania, the Up and Smoke tour. And I, <laughs> I st- it was like Eminem, Dr. Dre, and I was oh, just nice. like, oh my god, I'm gonna rock so hard, and I did. And I still remember um, the you know like the hype guys that that get the uh, party going for the rap concert. They came out and uh, they're you know they're waving the towels, got the water bottles going everywhere. They're like, "Yo, we heard nobody parties like the motherfuckers in Scranton." <laughs> Place just erupted. I was like, ah. uh, actually, no. To be to be totally honest, nobody does party like the motherfuckers in Scranton. That's kind of a thing we're known for. Well, I guess yeah. I mean that's the thing people underestimate the drinking and partying abilities of rural America. You know, they think like, oh, uh, Sleepy Steel Town of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. No. There's some no, dudes it's a lot like of there. hard drinking there because there's a lot of just like old leftover coal miners and yeah. they just drink. Well, basically, I mean, now um, uh, Bethlehem, uh, where I'm oh, from, yeah. Bethlehem Steel, the steel is gone now and uh, instead they've placed a casino. So it was we just, just got our casino. Right. And I went into it and it was ridiculous. It was really nice. It's really nice, but it just. Just from like a, a mindset, it's like, hey, you lost jobs, now lose your unemployment. Like, it yeah. I mean, the casino seems great, but it, what kind of new jobs is it actually creating? Like, hey, floor sweeper guy. Didn't you know? they want to make that? Didn't they want to make the song? <laughs> so we're living here. here and out. Did they want to make that? Like oh, the- they they wanted it to. Uh, you know, the rumor around Bethlehem was, oh, Billy Joel meant to say Bethlehem, but Allentown rhymed way better for the song. That's why it's. But not it's still a- the saddest song ever. Oh, yeah. Like you would not want to be associated with that song. It's like a, a oh, no. horrible. Oh no, that's. Tale of depression that's a point of local pride, Ron. <laughs> oh, my bad. No, nothing rhymes really that good with Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't roll up something fairies. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, but yeah, I was uh, I was back home for um, my uh, brother and sister graduating. Uh, my brother graduated from high school. My sister 
graduated from college, and uh, you know, you go back, and uh, it's a huge, it's a huge. Uh, we have a huge family. Like my mom's one of six, my dad's one of seven, and uh, you know, you just had the same conversation with everyone's like, "Hey, how's it going in California? Not famous yet, huh? All right, good luck with that." I remember. Oh, so great, my. Uncle. <laughs> Is that how that goes? Exactly. Every time. Well, I mean, that's that's the wow, gist mom, of it. Thanks. No, no, no. My my parents are support. I can't. You know, Nobody I can't. has a concept though for it. Like it's such a hard thing. Well, yeah. I mean, it is hard to explain. That's I mean, true. my uncle's my uncle goes to me. He's like, so uh, so I saw Conan O'Brien got the Tonight Show, huh? I guess anyone can get the Tonight Show these days. <laughs> What's your problem? I was like, wow. You know, obviously busting chops, but uh, and then it was great. Right after that, he was like, "Yeah, your aunt Jen doesn't care for him. Says he looks weird." It's <laughs> like, all right, I, I yeah, you know I had to defend it. I remember everyone always knows they just want to be like, "You get paid? You get paid?" I'm like, "No, I, I didn't get paid, but I got booked on the show. That's like a big show in L.A. and it's like a hard thing to get booked on." I'm really, really so how much does it pay? Yeah, well, just like, the idea. I mean, if you're coming from a steel town, the idea of working and not getting paid is just like asinine. Like, I remember uh, meeting my my uh, best friend from fifth grade, and he asked me, he's like, "Hey, so." Uh, you got you got like a girlfriend? I was like, no, no, I just like date around. He's like, you got like a house? I'm like, no, I live in an apartment. He's like, <laughs> yeah. They I'm start like breaking a, down the life checklist. He's like, how much? He's like, how much? How much? Like, what do you get your job? And I'm like, job. I work freelance. Like, I, he's like, what's that? I'm like, well, I mean, I'm unemployed most of the time, but sometimes I have jobs. And he looked at me like I was a fucking loser. He's like, get your shit together, man. Yeah. He was like 22, married with a kid and a mortgage, oh, and yeah. I was looking at him like. I do not want what you have. Those are chains, man. They're like, just yeah. holding you down. Maybe in 15, 20 years, but not when I'm 21. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to The Green Room. Feel free to call in, 323-203-0815. We have a, um, we have a psychic coming up, guys, so get stoked for that. For, we were talking about um, my, uh, my graduation party. I interviewed my dad. Uh, to give Ron a little context, uh, last episode I had my dad call in and gave him a, a pop culture quiz. You know, just to kind of bust his chops and show. You know, like I asked him to name anyone from American Idol. You know, any contestant, performer, anything. <laughs> anyone? Like yeah, Simon Judge. Cowell. No, yeah. nothing. I asked him to name three movies that uh, came out in so far this year. Does he watch TV at all? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think he just watches. It's all like Walker, Texas Ranger? <laughs> just occasional. Sp- <laughs> I think it's just mostly sports or sports talk, that kind of stuff. Um, or he'll randomly get in the shows, but it's, you know, like Sopranos or stuff like that, but pretty, pretty out of touch. So just give you a little context of that. And then, uh, but yeah, the, the barbecue, he was just in heaven. We had two grills going, a smoker, a deep fryer, two and a half kegs of beer. He was just, were you drinking like uh, a uh, local beer, like Stegmeier uh, or like, no, 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 we didn't. But, um, oh no, he probably, I think we might've had some Stella there. That's one of my dad's, that's not a local brew, but. Fancy pants, beer. yeah, exactly. My dad's pulling in the bucks, but so afterwards, I got the tape recorder out. This is at the end of the night. My dad's sitting there um, with a music fest mug, music fest like the local uh, festival around town, and he has a light up mug that he was just like wandering, <laughs> wandering around the backyard with. It was oh, like that's never a good sign. It was, it was just like a it looked like he was kind of at a rave because it was just these blinking like colorful beer mugs. So basically, so. I'm about to listen to what you're going to be in like 25 years. Yeah, exactly. Okay, All <laughs> you right. can. You can look at the photo on Facebook and just see what I look like time-lapsed in uh, 20 years. All right, so here you go. This is me interviewing my dad um, post-graduation barbecue party. Dad, so what's, what's your take on the uh, on the party? I'm Clay Aiken. Okay, I love Clay Aiken. That's what I should have said the other day when you asked me, because do you know anybody from American Idol? And I remember Clay Aiken, because you did that thing. You, you doing like a videotape? Don't be pointing at me. I'm not pointing at you. 
pointing at you. So, you know, just having a conversation. Right. So, Clay Aiken, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, did, he did that thing. <laughs> you were like on a, with a Venice Beach where all the... Oh, yeah. We're guys go. It's like, okay, he, Clay Aiken, the guy with the beard. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say when, when you said, do you know anybody on American Idol? Yeah, you missed out on that. I missed out. So what's your take on the uh, barbecue? What's your take? How was the barbecue? It's good barbecue. <laughs> oh, we've got this whole Hollywood thing, man. It's all these guys do that here. Yeah, it's like they're like videotaping <laughs> each other forever, man. It's like K plus two plus Wait, eight. You get videotaped for your whole life. Well, how do you know the difference between being videotaped or living? When does reality start? All right, there you go, my old man. You had some great lines in there. How do you know the difference between being videotaped and living? Uh, and I think uh, I think he said Clay Aiken about nine times. Yeah, exactly, which is weird because I've never heard him reference Clay Aiken before, but he, you know. He's like, oh, I sure said that. What oh, Clay, Clay Aiken. He's a claymate now. I like my favorite part was when he's like, "How's the barbecue?" He's like, "Man, yeah, he couldn't he couldn't front in so that happy. point." Oh yeah, oh he was very. Uh, it was a dream come true for my dad, and uh, you know. He sounds like a young guy. Yeah, well, he was. Or, I mean, he is. You know, he. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he had me really young, and my mom. Well, I mean, he. Yeah. I didn't, he didn't right. have <laughs> Green room we got, getting weird. <laughs> we got married at, uh, or my mom and my dad got married at a young age. Had me young. So yeah, I mean, he's still got a lot of fight in him. You so know, got a lot of pep. Yeah, exactly. You guys play like, pickup basketball together, don't you? Oh yeah, down at the YMCA. That is a great time. Like. <laughs> I still, uh, man, you you know you ever you have those moments where, um, as a as a kid and stuff, as a child, you kind of realize that your your dad is human. Yeah. And I, I had one of those experiences this past Christmas when I saw my dad get uh, boxed out by a sixty five year old guy at the YMCA, and all my dad can say is, "Watch those elbows, George. <laughs> Watch the fucking elbows. It's Christmas, all right." <laughs> it's like sixty five year old guy in sweatpants is just like. <laughs> Uh, throwing elbows at my See, dad. All my dad and I did was like play Chinese checkers. He wasn't really like a throw the football kind of dad. We would like play chess, Chinese checkers, and he would take me out to like classical music performances. Wow. Oh, it was man. called um, being culturally aware. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you guys don't know what that is. I have my no idea. My took me to plays and stuff trying to oh. get me. Yeah. How'd that work so out for you, Logan? Oh, stuff, yeah. oh, no, Logan. Once you start watching it, you'll love it. Oh, were they like you, straight up dad. plays or were they musicals? Or? <laughs> they were musicals. I saw. Uh, Fuck you, mom and dad. I'm trying to make me cultured. I know. Uh, make me in the man I am today. No, uh, one of them was the Nutcracker and one of them was Grease. Well, speaking which, of. Which, by the way. Okay. Oh, oh sorry. I was just saying, <laughs> speaking of culture, stay tuned for Logan's Haiku. That's how we're going to end the show. Uh, we're going to have to take a quick commercial break here before the psychic calls commercial. in. So hopefully, the psychic can see this commercial coming and it won't be a problem. So, all right, here we go. <laughs> all right, legalzoom.com. That's right, legalzoom.com, the leader in self help legal service. Um, what do they got there? They got trademarks, copyrights, patents. They have it all. I'm, uh, I'm going to read a quick article here. Valley Man receives patent for Crab Trap. That's right, Joe Colucci. Maybe the Crab Trap Man, but he certainly isn't crabby. No, he's friendly and talkative. Likely come from his more than three decades as a Warren County barber. But, uh, you know, he's uh, living the American dream. 
got his thing patent, and uh, he got, you know, LegalZoom.com. Make sure you check it out. 85% off what a normal uh, a normal lawyer would charge you, but LegalZoom.com isn't a lawyer. They provide self-help services at your discretion. All right. Okay, you're on the green room. Is this... Uh... Hi, this Hello. Is this Belinda? Hi, this is Belinda Bentley. <laughs> hey, hey, Belinda, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. All right, Belinda. Uh, I'm sitting here. I'm I'm the host. Uh, I'm Sean Green. I'm sitting here with my buddy Logan Leistico and uh, Ron Babcock. So you're a psychic, huh? I'm a psychic. Wow, that's exciting. Um, now, I gotta I gotta be I, a lot of questions for you. First off, how did you how did you first get into becoming a psychic? When did you realize you had the gifts of being a psychic and being able to predict the future? You know, it was one of those things that I think I've always had, but I can't necessarily say I could put a name to it. I thought it was common sense. I really thought that when I told somebody not to do it, it was like cause and effect. If you do this, this is going to happen. It's only natural. You know, it only makes sense. But um, I realized later on when somebody told me I was 15, and somebody said, you know you're psychic? And I'm like, hmm, no. And they tested me. And once they tested wow, me and okay. I gave them a lot no, wait, of facts. What, what was this psychic test? How, does, how do you test whether or not you're psychic? It's a test that I don't think I could pass today, I'm going to be honest. He goes, <laughs> this is really hurting your credentials. What did I do on, he goes, what did I do on February 21st, 1994, if I'm remembering correctly? And I was able to tell him, because I didn't know him at the time. Right. And I had only known him for three months, so it wasn't a story I would know, but I knew that he was in a, a yellow car with four people, and he was headed out of town. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, it looks like the car broke down, and you had to switch cars. And wow. you're headed out of town, and you're picking up somebody, because on your way back, I see um, five people in the car instead of four. So you're going out of town to pick somebody up. And then I see a celebration like you're having a party. And his mouth just dropped. Like, there's no way you could have known that. And I'm like, well, what happened? You know, and he said they had gotten to a yellow car, four people. Before they hit right out of town where they were going, the car broke down. They had to turn around and get another car to use. Um, they went out of town to pick up his brother from jail, actually. And when they came back, it was actually his birthday. And they were bringing him back into town to celebrate his birthday. So that was the celebration. So, wow. And I wow. was like, There's, I, that was weird. It was just kind of like, what? Really? Now, <laughs> you I, know, I, I so. have a question. So psychics are usually like associated with being able to tell the future. But then with that, you could also tell the past. So like in, in the psychic realm, like what is like, is it the ability to see things that you normally would not know about? Or like, is it the future and the past? You know, it, it actually comes in, in kind of like waves where in the beginning it was, I saw a lot of the past and I didn't see as much as the future as I did the past and the present. And I think the reason that was is because I needed confirmation because I would just wasn't sure. Like, am I really psychic or am I crazy? Because I really didn't well, believe there were other psychics out there, you know? And so the past was really a, a, a chance to get instant um, validation that I was seeing something oh, that I had okay. no way so that was of kind actually of a, seeing. kind of way of, but now what about just predicting stuff and seeing whether that could happen or not? Wouldn't that be a After way for that? about two years of seeing people's past, I was actually able to stop seeing the past and go directly into the future. Okay, so, well, now do you, you, is that how you get better? Because I know when I want to get better as a comedian, I go to an open mic. But like, 
I don't know if there's any like psychic open mics where you go try shit out, you know, be like, all right, you, you, no, you no, check you know this what? Afternoon. That was a really good point you brought up because I did. I went on Yahoo. Remember when there was like Yahoo chat and everybody oh, yeah. could go into the chat rooms? Mm-hmm. I did that and I would like do free readings for people or do trades with other psychics. And I realized I was really good. Oh, oh wow. That's impressive. Now, so yeah, I did have to practice. All right. Would you like to, uh, would you like to do a reading on uh, one of us three in this room? There's three of you? Yeah. Well, you can just do me. Yeah, you're the host, Sean. Yeah. Okay. What, um, everybody say their first name. No, everybody say their first name. I already I'm know how his life is going to turn out, though. You don't need a psychic. <laughs> this guy right. over here. All right. So I'm Sean, and uh, I'm Logan. And I'm Ron. So what, uh, what do you see in the future for Sean, or what did you see? What kind of crazy stuff happened in my past? Hmm. I actually feel like I want to go to Logan. Sorry. Who am I to judge the way? Um, Logan's an interesting person. Go to Logan. What? Go to Logan. Follow your heart. Go for it. Okay. So um, it was just the sound of his voice that kind of resonated, like maybe that had a message for you. Um, is there a question that you actually want to ask that you want me to pick up on? Um, I don't think so. Logan, just just ask a question. Will Logan find true love? (laughs) Yeah, will I find true love? (laughs) Will you find true love? That's not what you wrote. I I actually didn't want to ask you a question. I wanted to test your psychic abilities by drawing a picture (laughs) and seeing if you could guess the picture. Logan, just ask. That is something I wanted to ask. Okay, ask her a question about your your future or past. Uh, About my future or past. Uh, I don't know, yeah. What's my love future going to be like? You said your love? Yeah. Okay, so what's your sign? Um, February 25th, Pisces, I think. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're dudes. We don't remember our signs. <laughs> that sucks. All right, let me see. That's pretty important. You know, I, you know, I really feel like it's, it's hit and miss with you in relationships. Um, <laughs> right now, seriously, right now, it's just not going to be a good time for you as far as relationships go. Except for the hit part. That's yeah. uh, way off, actually. <laughs> well, Logan, you've had a couple of hits, right? No, not really. What do you see for Ron's future? Can you get a reading on Ron? If it's any help, I'm a Gemini. I know these things. You're a Gemini? Yes. June 8th. Is there a specific thing you want me to connect to? I really don't want to connect to your energy and see, you know, all of this different stuff. It's better if I have something specific to connect to. Uh, I'm trying to think of something <clears throat> specific. Can you give me an example of something somebody would like? Or I guess maybe like career-wise. Is that is that good? Something like kind of in the professional realm? All right. And the, yeah, because I get a really big hit on that. And it's, what I'm kind of seeing is like a wave of energy. So that's kind of what I'm describing because what I get is like a fluctuation mm-hmm. going on in your career. It's like, you know, you really have this idea of where you want to go and it's really up high. And then all of a sudden it's kind of like, I don't know if I should be in that direction. Maybe I should try this. And it, you're really trying to figure out how to get to where you want to go. And I don't think it's necessarily the, the outcome that you're worried about. It's how to get there, the destination. Um, oh, the wow. road to travel to get there. And I feel like this year is not going to be the year you figure it out. But I feel like 2010, 
um, summertime is going to be an amazing year for you as far as career goes. Like, I definitely see you in about a year moving forward a great deal in your career. Beyond the radio show, I also see more in the entertainment industry, and I don't know you, so I have no idea what you're doing, but I also see writing. She's probably reading my blog, guys. As She's probably speak. reading my blog. Yeah, yep. I mean, there's no way you can. Okay, now, Belinda, to me. Can you, get a, can you get a reading on me at all? All right, this is Sean, right? You got it. All right, give me something specific you want me to touch on. Um, the uh, NBA Finals. NBA Finals. Yeah. Well, who? Why you want to go bet on them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. No, I do. I want to know the future. Yeah. Obviously, to bet on sports. Yeah. Well, I, I'll take a shot at it. I honestly don't know if I can do it. I haven't <laughs> predicted a game in like five years, and that was like the two times I did it. I was right. Um, who's playing in the NBA Finals? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> LA Lakers and Orlando Magic. No, it'd be, it'd be way better if she can predict oh, it without knowing yeah. who was in the finals. What? What? Where do you live, Belinda? I live in Sacramento and Los Angeles, just depending on what I'm doing. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if, okay. We, um, yeah. Who do you think is going to win the finals? So you said it's the what? The LA Lakers and who? <laughs> the Orlando Magic. Are they really playing against each other? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a couple games in, you would know. Yeah, I know. You I'm tell not. Us. I'm not the one making up stuff. <laughs> like, do you guys really know who's going to the final yet? Is what I'm asking. Yes, the yes. NBA finals are going on. Actually, if you you could turn on the TV right now and watch the game. It's game four of the NBA finals. I'm, I'm gonna go for the Lakers. That's pretty safe. Bet, okay, I think. there you go. Yeah, they're up two to one. So, do you have any? Are they? Yeah. Yep. Do you have uh, any other predictions for me? Or can you actually, yeah, could you do a past reading? Could you give me something that really troubled me in my life? No, I don't read the past anymore. Didn't you hear what I said in the beginning? I kind of I switched. Out. I do future now. <laughs> All right. Well, give me one specific thing that's going to happen in the future for me. You have to give me something to focus on. It's too general. Your life is too big for me to just kind of go in there and swim in until I decide to pick something out. Um, let's see. Um, love life. Love life. Yeah. Or no, do just do career. I can't. Believe. Give me some specifics it's funny on my career. That two of you said that when I don't really feel like that's the most important thing to you. Um, career. Yeah, right. All right, yeah, let's see. Love life, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what what you know, what do you normally predict? Well, I'm just going to tell you what I see real quick. So next year, I also see a change for you as well. I don't feel like it has to do with radio. I feel like you're going to switch it up and do something else. I definitely see more in front of the camera than I do radio. All right. Well, I am. It's called porno. Yeah, I am yep. on camera talent. <laughs> uh, you better start working out. I don't Porn, want to see that. Where your head is. I don't want to see your shirt off on camera. <laughs> no one wants to see that. Um, so, Belinda. All right. So now, what, how do you make a living at this? Do you just how, like where's the money in this? Do you just set up a sign and wait for old you know ladies to come in and? Read their palms. You know, where's the I'm money not at? really the sign person. I my sign is my website. Um, I used to do psychic fair, so I got a lot of word of mouth. Once something would happen or a prediction would come true, you know, people just told people. Um, I do classes. I teach tarot classes and psychic classes. I do seances. I'm doing a Halloween seance this year. 
um, in Sacramento, which is going to be pretty big. And, um, you know, I'm on TV. You know, I've been on VH1 E. I'm actually a superhero on a website, which is luckylegendary.com. Um, and they will be with uh, heroes, Milo. And I have no idea how to spell the guy or pronounce right. the guy's so last name, but do, Milo uh, on heroes. Do you do uh, entertainment so predictions? Huh? What, what do you see? Uh, what do you see in the future for Conan O'Brien? Is the Tonight Show going to work out for him? You know, um, I can't really say a hundred percent on that one because I haven't really paid attention to it. But just the small <laughs> hit I got on it was, um, you know, the new show that he's taken over. I didn't see a whole lot of success in the beginning. It's like people missing Jay. So um, eventually he'll get the swing of it, you know, things would be really good for him. But right now it just kind of feels like people are like, what's going on? What yeah, well, people thing? might... But he has enough fans for him to survive. People might interpret that just as your opinion and not really like a psychic. Well, I Maybe. A, I have a question, Belinda. Doesn't you, really matter what other people think, though, does it? No, it if doesn't. If that was the case, I wouldn't be a psychic. Exactly. But Belinda, I have a question. Sometimes, like, when I go on stage, there'll be nights where I'm, like, really on, you know, and I'll just, like, own it. And then there'll be other nights where no matter what, like, I just kind of, you know, eat shit. Is the same goes for psychics where some readings or some seances, you just really, you're in tune with all the energy. And there's some nights where you just, like, kind of feel like you don't have it as much? Yeah. Yep, there are. Have you ever? It, it really, you know, there's times where you have to have a vacation. You have to decide you're not going to do your and cancel all your readings for the next week because you have to take care of yourself too. What's your worst uh, bomb as a psychic? Um. Besides missing out a letter. I don't have a worst. You don't, I don't have, have a worst. You don't have like a time where you know, you're just like, the only wow, thing that I can really think of is is when you know I've wanted to quit. Like I'm just tired of helping people. People don't listen. You know, it's a lot of difficulty with clients, and okay. you have no idea why they come to get readings anyway, and then all of a sudden you'll get an email that you've changed somebody's life, or you actually saved somebody's life, and then you realize you're in the right work. You now, know, where else can you save other people's lives unless you're like a doctor? Well, you say save people's lives. Could, I, I mean, I'm a little confused by that. How, how have you been able to save someone's life? I was doing, I was at a psychic fair once, and um, I had some information for a woman, and I was too afraid to say it. So one of my guides kind of stepped in and made me talk, which was like the first time I ever felt a, a spirit guide ever take over my body. And what happened was that she was asking about her husband, and I said, he has a heart condition. And she said, there's no way. They, he just had a physical and passed it three weeks ago. And I said, no, he has a heart condition, and you put five years on his life if you take him to the hospital right away. And my guys were just so calm about it. It freaked me out. And we kind of argued about it for 15 minutes, but I kept saying, you know, there's something you can do about it. There's something you can do about it over and over and over again. And I was scared because I was like, I sound like a broken record and I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to say. So I guess um, I didn't know anything about what happened after the reading until I got an email from her that said, I was right. And then she wouldn't respond to my emails and it freaked me out because I thought her husband died. So about six months later, they came to the psychic fair, and she said she wanted, the reason she never responded to my emails because she wanted her husband to tell me the story, because she knew he would live. And basically what happened is she told her husband about the reading, and he said, what harm will it do to take me back to the doctor? So the doctor ran some tests, and he said, you're dying, and there's nothing we can do about it. You need to get your stuff ready, your will, say goodbye to people. Um, she said she broke down and started crying, and all of a sudden she heard my voice saying, there's something you could do about it. And she took him to another doctor, got a second opinion. They did emergency heart surgery, and he was still alive. Oh, but wow. what kind of got How me too is that, first was that I doctor. said, 
Yeah, that first huh? doctor. That first, first doctor, doctor really missed out, man. <laughs> wow. It's not much of a doctor to be like, no, you're dead. I'm oh, sorry. Not, we're not even going to bother trying. Well, believe well, it. Seems like it, a lot actually, of work. it happens a lot, come to find out. But um, I, well, I do want to awesome. say that I told her that he, she would put five years on his life, which bothered me because she was in her 30s. Yeah. And oh. come to find out, her husband was actually in the 70s. So that was oh, actually wow. a lot oh. of time I gave him. Wow, she was probably looking for him to tick off. Um, all right, so Belinda Bentley, check her out at BelindaBentley.com. Belinda, you're all about helping people. Maybe you could give, uh, do you have any words of help for uh, myself, Logan, or Ron? Um, or any Parting words? Or, yeah, or, or the anybody, audience. Any listening audience. Any impending catastrophe? Um, you, you know, for, for, I have advice for everybody. For you guys, it just feels like keep going the way you're going because you're on the right track, even though sometimes it may not feel like it. Um, I definitely see success around you, a lot of it. Even so Logan? don't give up. Um, <laughs> Definitely huh? Logan. Even Logan? Eventually for Logan with his love life. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually with his love life. It's not right now, you know. Oh, wow. Um, and something. for everybody else, it's like, you know, be in tune. <laughs> you know, not everybody has to be a psychic, but I believe that everybody is psychic, and I believe it's a built-in protection. All it's right. that feeling that, no, I'm not supposed to get in the car right now. It's not a good idea. And you realize after you had the car accident that you should have listened to yourself. So, Listen. Listen to your gut instinct. All right. Great message to go out on. Yeah. Make sure you check out Belinda on BelindaBentley.com. Belinda, I appreciate your time, and uh, have a pleasant evening. No problem. Nice meeting you, Belinda. Bye. Wow. Hear that? I'm going places. Exactly. Guys. I'm wow. going Logan. places. Logan. Eventually something. Eventually. <laughs> that I'll is... find love. <laughs> well, I mean, Maybe when I'm 70, I'll find It was kind of sad, though, when we were all like, so what do you want to hear? And we're like, love life, I guess. <laughs> and then... Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, I think she was definitely picking up on some of the, some of our, um, you know, our inflections, our tone of voice. Well, so, yeah, some of the stuff. I mean, I could detect, Sean, that you were a little bit. Uh, uh, you didn't believe. Word? Yeah, you don't. You didn't believe. Well, oh, I follow my own gut instincts, guys, and my gut instinct right now tells me it's time for a quick commercial break. All right, we'll be uh, right back with Ron Babcock and Logan Lysdakow in a brief second. LegalZoom.com, that's where it's at, man. doesn't take a psychic to know that you need legal help in these times. And money's getting tight, Logan, right? That's right. And uh, we're all looking for ways to save money. Why not, if you can, get it done for cheap, if you can get a will done for cheap, if you can get a trademark done for cheap, if you can get a patent done for cheap, why not? You know, why not go to LegalZoom.com and why not let your buddy, Sean Green, save you some green? By earning green in the referral code. Logan! Nice. You yourself uh, use uh, LegalZoom. Tell us about that. That's right, Sean. I got a doing business as DBA. Uh, and nominal fee. Uh, they sent me uh, all the contracts, all pre-organized for me. Uh, the parts that I was supposed to sign were already highlighted. I just signed it, put it back in the prepaid envelope, sent it back. It took care of everything for me for like 20 bucks. 20 extra dollars in addition wow. to the... So you would recommend thing. LegalZoom to your friends and family? Definitely. And if you want your friends or family to save money, what do they got to do, Logan? Well, they just have to enter green into the... <laughs> well, it's the referral code. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, obviously, LegalZoom can't get you out of every jam because uh, they're not a law firm. They are not a law firm. They actually... Uh, but they do provide self-help services... Your specific direction. So, uh, you know, you're facing manslaughter charges like Dante Stallworth, LegalZoom.com, not going to do it for you. But if you want a will, trademark, 
or copyright at a reasonable price, make sure you check out LegalZoom.com. All right, that's it for the commercial. <laughs> I wish I, I wish kind of had that a couple of years ago. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I was so bummed. I was living in Phoenix, Arizona, and this girl, I live with a girl who played roller derby, which is always just, number one, <laughs> she's going to be annoying, <laughs> and she's going to have too many tattoos of, like, Betty Page on her shoulder. Yeah, that's the worst thing about roller derby chicks is they think they're really hot, but oh, they, they don't... I think they're so awesome, and here's the thing. I She stiffed me 152 bucks on utilities because she was always poor, and I was always like, you know what, I'll get it. And she had this really crappy waiting gig, and I had a, a decent waiting gig. I was like, I'll get it. You pay me back. And then she just left and, like, didn't pay it. And I was like... Small claims? Uh, yeah. I, I really right want to take her small line. claims, but the only reason I didn't was I actually didn't know how. And right. I bet you if, uh, I, if I did, I would totally... Because I'm that type of guy who's like, oh, no. Oh. I'm going to be the guy to take it. Because I, I don't, like... You can take advantage of a big corporation. Whatever. Cool. Exactly. You know? Give what to United Shark <laughs> Well, that's Green. a legal zoom. like, steal from, like... This guy was helping you out for a year. Oh. I know it's a whole 150 yeah. bucks, but like, who does that? I mean, that's what uh, you know. What's great about LegalZoom? They really are uh, helping give legal protection to people that you know. All right, that happened five years ago. LegalZoom, get much. ready. We're going. We're going back in time. <laughs> Retroactive. Set the record straight. All right. Um, let's hear. We got some uh, news stories we can talk about. Oh, oh man, do you guys hear this? Uh, Michael Jackson choir request. I don't know if you, this is hot no. off the press. Hot off the press. Michael Jackson has reportedly drawn up a list of specs for a child choir that is... Really? His daunting <laughs> is tour organizers, according to a UK report. Is this like on the Onion? Or no, this, this I wish. This is an actual request. Jackson reportedly wants all the choir to be able to do sign language and for it to comprise equal number of black, white, and mixed-race children. They must be aged between 5 and 13 and will be paid for their work. Quote, they must be real drummers, so please do not waste our time suggesting people who are not. The demands reportedly made by email stated the singer also is reportedly requesting six clean, <laughs> clean-shaven snare drummers who are, quote, young adults, clean-cut, and of mixed ethnicity. Wow. wow. Deep, uh, deep breath sigh. That, I mean, that's almost like... At this point... It's like, that's almost like, you know... Um, I don't know. Isn't he doing like he's doing some like seventy two shows or something like that in London and they all sold out? What kind of human being goes to a Michael Jackson concert? I would go, Ron. Dude, no, you, you see can't. that crazy shit star on stage? You betcha, Ron. You can't. I want to be able to tell my grandparents I saw Michael Jackson. Ron, and he you was can't crazy. do that. You I can't do that. I want to see kids and no. snare drummers who were clean shaven and no, a mixed Ron, ethnicity. Don't do this. Ron. Yes, no. I would pay for that. No, Ron, I'm not letting it happen. I want to see a Michael Jackson OJ Simpson. Collaboration. Well, that would be like if O.J. Simpson went to <laughs> went to like an autograph memorabilia signing and requested three hundred clean shaven knives just to be placed about. It's like this. <laughs> this clean shaven knives. The, this of mixed brands. of mixed <laughs> mixed ethnicity. That's a great. It's almost. It reminds me of like you know Van Halen, their tour rider in the eighties or whatever. You know we want we don't want any green M and M's. You know, Michael Jackson's doing the same well, thing, such picking out the color of his children. But at this point, he's like such a caricature of himself. Like, he's such this weird cartoon that's been so insulated that he's just so batshit crazy. Like, you can't even, like, it's so hard to make a joke like out about him because everything he does is kind of a joke. Like, remember yeah. when Michael Jackson was awesome and fun and just yeah. danced a lot and you played video games on Sega Genesis about him? Like, that was such a good time. I remember my mom will always bring up that my dad used to own a Michael Jackson album and was a huge fan. And my dad my dad tries to hey, wash up that history. No, like, I love, that never happened. I love listening to early Michael Jackson. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's Everybody a talented... Does. 
he's a talented artist, obviously, but I I think it's really insane. As a society, we just have to say no to these people. Like I would want to go on the street though and ask people, listen. Oh, I'm sure here, people would go. If we could take if we could go back in time and let's say Michael Jackson, like let's say he he did some bad things with maybe I don't even know how many kids, but let's put out a number. Let's say ten kids. You know, and you go up to somebody and say, "Listen, we can go back in time. We can erase those ten kids, but if we do, <laughs> we will erase all the Michael Jackson music." Oh my god! That has ever and, if, and and I'm talking ABC. I'm talking Jackson Five too. <laughs> and I bet you there's people out there who'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, those, I'm sure those kids get paid." Hey, do I know right. those kids? Yeah, well, you know that's that's going to be the conversation. But yeah, I mean, people, especially outside the country, people go crazy for him still in Europe. I mean, the guy is huge. Like, way bigger than he is here. I think he gets a lot more flack here than he does. Other people, like, look over it, you know? Speaking of uh, crazy sexual deviant behavior, David uh, Carradine, you guys saw that about how he... Yeah. Wow. First off, here's my take on that. You know, I feel so bad for this family that has to try to defend him saying that he was investigating Asian gangs. Look, you know... It was just another episode (laughs) of Kung Fu. Look, obviously, Mom, Dad, if you're listening, if I die of... um, erotic asphyxiation or whatever I that means I was into it all right that means I was into it but I just didn't have the heart to tell you there's a reason I didn't bring that up to you the poor family that's saying like oh no it's these gangs it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't him he would never do that how do you know what he does when he jerks off and secondly like this is obviously obviously this is I, I wouldn't say it's common but you know people dying of self asphyxiation when it happens when people jerk. And I was thinking, there's got to be a market for some sort of tool, some sort of thing that people could use without killing themselves. And I thought of it. You know those? Um, this is a, an invention I might have to patent with LegalZoom. Um, you know <laughs> those? Enter green in the you know when you home. go? Yeah, exactly. Save a couple bucks. Um, you know, like when you go to a uh, drugstore and you put your arm in um, that blood pressure machine, you hit a button and then yeah, it like, yeah, and it, it, yeah. you know, it contracts on your arm. And then once you reach, once it gets the blood pressure, then it releases. Yeah. You take those machines, you make it a little bigger so you can put your head in it. Yeah. And then you put your head in it, and then it closes in. You start cranking your deal, and then if your blood pressure drops too much, like you're about to die, it immediately releases. What if we have a second machine, which you could also put your penis into? Yeah. And that way, you could just leave those hands on the side. Exactly. And relax. Yeah, true. There's got to be a way with virtual reality, with all this kind of technology. We got to. I'm tired of losing great film and entertainment stars <laughs> or to this. You guys could try and meet a real girl, <laughs> yeah. which I know would be crazy. That's not. That's not what these people are looking for. <laughs> I'm building one. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard. You you heard the lady. Logan's <laughs> love life is Logan's love life is going to turn around once eventually. He, once he finishes to. a couple updates on his machine. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is a fun thing we like to do to end the show. Logan, um, God bless your parents for making you a cultured man because Logan is going to bless us with a haiku. Logan. Wow. Yes. All right. Here we go. Sean Green's dad rocks drunk. No one parties like Scranton. Psychic Belinda. I couldn't write the last one, but that's five <laughs> syllables. Wow, that Psychic was impressive, Belinda. Logan. I like that. Nice job. Good work, it's Logan. A, it's it's five seven five. Yeah. Very impressive. More or it's another word for syllables. That's what the Japanese call it. All right. Wow. Wow. I am impressed. We learned a lot today, guys. We did. <laughs> I, I did. 
All right, um, Ron, where can people find you at? Uh, people could find me on ronbabcock.com, uh, R-O-N-B-A-B-C-O-C-K, where I blog the shit out of my life that people seem to enjoy. And uh, I got to <laughs> say, earnest compliment to Ron, his blog is actually interesting. Oh, thank In you a vast, very much. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to be so No, no, but it is, actually <laughs> it is the worst thing that when people are like, Read my blog. Like I feel like the lamest dude whenever I say that. So it's, a, it's slightly lame plugging a blog, but you know you got funny, interesting stuff. He's got pictures of his trips around the world. People so. seem to like it. I like doing it. It yeah. keep, keeps me sharp. Right, keeps you busy. And uh, Logan, where can people check you at? TheYellowMike.com. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for being guests on the Green Room. Make sure you check out the Green Room every Thursday, eight o'clock on uh, LA Talk Radio. All right, that's it. Thank you for listening to The Green Room. Follow The Green Room at twitter.com slash greenroomshow and make sure to check out legalzoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code green for The Green Room discount. What do you see Suggested that she 